What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports, where we explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Damian Sassauer. Jonathan Soros, co-founder of Athletes Unlimited. That's a women's pro sports leagues network. Oh, yeah. I like it. Uh, the company is uh, trying to get about $30 million funding. Uh, and first of all, Jonathan, welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Great to be here. What uh, brought you into this, uh, trying to, to raise $30 million to to fund leagues? Well, just to be clear, we actually just, uh, just announced the completion of our $30 million uh, funding, which is our first round of outside All capital right. uh, in, into the business. So uh, we started Athletes Unlimited, uh, uh, actually launched publicly in early 2020, in March 2020, right before the pandemic uh, shut the world down, uh, with an idea that there was a tremendous opportunity in, in women's sports, uh, undervalued athletes and underserved fans uh, who deserved an opportunity to see the, uh, the best in the world play their sports. And earlier this year, Athletes Unlimited signed a new multi-year rights agreement with ESPN that will see more than what, 160 softball and lacrosse games air on different ESPN platforms in 2022 and 2023. I'm curious, when you look at uh, metrics and try to quantify how effective uh, these deals are, how, how do you measure viewership? What does success look like or sound like to you? So what we've seen in, in all of our sports, uh, we play four sports. We play softball, indoor volleyball, lacrosse, and basketball. And three of those sports, we are the only professional league in the U.S. One of them is the only professional league in the world. Obviously, basketball also has the WNBA. Um, all of those sports at the collegiate level have, have been performing incredibly well for years. Softball is the third most successful of the NCAA championships, volleyball right behind it. Basketball, we've seen the WNBA numbers skyrocket over this uh, over this past year. So we know that there's a tremendous audience out there for all of these sports. Um, we're still a new company. We've only been around for these, uh, these last two years. People are still getting to know us. Um, but what we're seeing is all the fans who, who find us love what they see, um, and they come back and they, and they tell their friends. You mentioned about the WNBA and their season just wrapped up. And ordinarily, uh, I believe there's about 140-plus players in the WNBA. About half of them would go over to foreign countries to play basketball there. But between COVID, Brittany Griner being detained in Russia, and just the geopolitics of what's going on, that is all dried up. And the WNBA players would make a million-plus going overseas. Can you talk to us about that and about how all of this has affected women basketball players. Yeah, I mean, those, those opportunities haven't dried up. Obviously, uh, going to Russia would be a, a, a real challenge this year, uh, or Ukraine, but there's still plenty of leagues across the world where, where athletes can, can go and play. Um, it's a hard life flow. They, they, they play in the WNBA, and then they turn right around and go and play overseas. 
to make additional money. Um, what Athletes Unlimited provides, among other things, is an opportunity for those same athletes to stay here and play at home uh, during the WNBA offseason and earn a good amount of money uh, and play highly, highly competitive basketball in a different format. Um, so, you know, we, we believe that we're a great complement to the WNBA uh, and provide another opportunity for, for athletes to play here at home that they wouldn't otherwise have. Jonathan, talk to us about the influence of private equity on the sports world. You know, we've seen Aries raising money for, you know, investment in sports and sports franchises alike. Silver Lake's been active. You know, talk to us about the role of private equity, more generally speaking, in the world of sports. Yeah, you know, we do something, uh, we, we do things in an entirely different way. We're the first professional sports Sports League to be organized as a public benefit corporation, which means that we incorporate uh, mission and and the public benefit into into everything we do. Um, and so we are, uh, you know, we are about delivering returns to shareholders. All of the folks who invested with us in this round um, believe that they're going to get a financial return on on this investment because they see the opportunity. But we're also about delivering a product that is valuable to the athletes, valuable to the fans, and valuable to their communities. Um, and so I, I, you know, it's just a very different model from from where private equity is going in trying to capitalize on uh, on the existing leagues. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork, and it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank. Because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. I want to follow up on uh, what you said to Damien about Athletes Unlimited being a public benefit corporation. I'm curious um, in general over the role of private equity in the sports world. Uh, if you could talk a little bit more about that. What was the catalyst for PE becoming such a big player in sports? I understand they have a lot of dry powder. Um, they have money that they need to invest. How much of it is a function of they have a long time horizon? They're not scared off by uh, liquidity issues. Um, so, yeah, actually, you know, back back in the day, I spent some time uh, looking at at some of the existing professional sports clubs uh, in a private equity concept. You know, I think that what they see are uh, high value assets that have continued to grow in value over over time. Uh, a belief that sports is going to be continue to be essential to the to the media landscape um, as you know now the the 
multiplicity of options for for viewers to to diversify their viewing. Live sports is a product that that people still show up for uh, and has uh, has a lot of value. Um, you know, and 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 these teams are deeply embedded in their uh, in their community. So I, I I can see the value that uh, that that they're seeing. Um, we see also the value of really being able to deliver for the athletes, making them partners from day one. Uh, part of the unique model with Athletes Unlimited is every one of our sports has a has a player executive committee where the players, the athletes themselves, are working alongside of us in making every decision that affects their league. It is truly unique in professional sports. So, you know, I think it's a, I understand why private equity is involved in, in, uh, in the other leagues, but we've got a very, very different model of Athletes Unlimited. So, Jonathan, you know, talk to us. Talk to us about, you know, the $30 million capital raise. You know, what are the funds going to be used for? Is it working capital? Are you guys looking to maybe branch into new sports? Um, is anyone cashing out? I mean, I love to see that Kevin Durant and 35V are investors alongside yourself. No, but I'm just kidding. But curiously, I mean, what's, what are the proceeds going to be used for? How are you planning to grow the company? So it's principally working capital. We had a thesis um, uh, going in that we needed to get to scale very quickly, and we needed to deliver best-in-class product, uh, not just for the athletes, but also for the fans. So if you watch our games on, on ESPN and, and on the other net- networks where they've appeared, you will see a sports product that compares to any other uh, uh, in the landscape. And it's our view that, that you know, people talk a lot about what the, what the athletes deserve, and absolutely they deserve a professional experience that is second to none. But it's also about what the fans deserve. They deserve to see, uh, you know, see the games with all of the things that they've come to expect and more with you know, in-game mic'd up players and, and the like. Uh, you know, sports gambling available for, for all of our sports uh, you know, and, and all the rest. So, so we've built very, very quickly a company to scale. Um, and we're going to continue to grow that and invest in the leagues that, that, that we've already uh, we've already produced. We've continued to grow from day one, so you know we've not been standing still. This year in 2022 was the first time we ran a, a basketball league, adding our fourth sport, and we also added a, a second season of softball, a, a mini season we called AUX, where the same format was used in a in a in a short two week season. And in 2023, we're going to grow within the existing sports as well. Uh, something we're not ready to announce yet, but we'll uh, we'll have some some more additions uh, within our existing sports on the horizon. Uh, not in 2023, uh, we can see adding additional sports. The model is set to, and the company is set to be able to add additional sports, but that's not on the that's not on the immediate horizon. Uh, this capital is really going to be used to continue producing best in class products in the four sports that we're involved in and growing within those sports. Jonathan, you mentioned sports betting. That's near and dear to my heart. You know, I just have to ask you a question. You know, I, I mean, FanDuel, you know, DraftKings, Caesars, MGM, um, you know, Barstool. You know, I struggle to find WNBA lines. You know, I struggle to find Live Golf or F1. You know, talk to me about women's sports and the potential to get a piece of that sports handle that, you know, that call it $65 billion beast through the first nine months of this year. You know, what's the potential for women's sports in the sports gambling sphere? Uh, I mean, it's, 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 
as unlimited as any as any other. Uh, I agree with you. They're 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 hard to find. Um, you know, those lines can be hard to find. Uh, it's hard to get up and running. And we made a real commitment early on. Again, and to be able to serve fans in the way that they want to be served and be it the way that they want to be able to interact with their sports, we made a real commitment commitment to get um, to get registered in in the states where where, where it was legal um, and to get those lines up. Um, as more and more fans show up for these sports, as they're as we're seeing, not just in in our leagues but in the NWSL and the WNBA, uh, those lines will become more prominent. It, it's just inevitable. Uh, you know, uh, there is a segment. It's not everybody. There is a segment of sports fans that love to bet, um, and and they will bet on on sports that are engaging and fun to watch. And and all of ours are are that. You mean there are people out there that love to bet? Gee, I, I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> Jonathan Soros, co-founder of Athletes Unlimited Women's Pro Sports League Network. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bloomberg Business of Sports, and good luck to you, sir. Thanks so much. It's great to talk to you all. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore some of the big old money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And you can find me on Twitter at Scarlet Foo. And I'm on Twitter at D Sassauer. And of course, our podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And don't forget to download this podcast wherever you get this show, because this is the way we roll. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.